welcome to Real Kevlar. Good morning and welcome back to the Real Kevlar podcast, our bulletproof love story in real time. <laughs> On this episode, we're going to continue to grow our love, of course, and talk about Christmas. <laughs> Even though last episode I said we wouldn't talk about every week, this week was actually my idea to bring up some topics. And I'm very proud of you for that. I'm sure everyone is okay with another Christmassy <laughs> thing since it is that time of year. Well, and this month looks um, very short if you look at it on a calendar. So we have a calendar in our kitchen to try to keep ourselves, you know, somewhat organized on top of our very chaotic lives. And I literally looked. And I was like, okay, so I have this Sunday, next Sunday, if I need to be going out to do any shopping, because then, bam, it's the holiday. So it's coming in hot. Coming in hot. Well, let's roll into the meat of this episode. All right. Updates. Okay, so let's see what happened over the past week. For a second, I was like, oh my God, what has happened? It feels like it should have been Friday three days ago. This is a very long week, but... The exciting thing that happened last week, we or last weekend, we got a date night, double date night with some good friends. We escaped um, momming and dadding for a bit. We had um, a nice dinner, and then we got to see one of our favorite comedians, Burke Kreischer. The machine. That was really fun. Really, really fun. It was a good time. Highlight of the week. Tops off world tour. If you can find a way to get to a... a a night of it it is highly recommended mm-hmm. i'm sure he'll have a special out later on and it, it is going to be great and i i just like love him and i was saying this to some of my friends too he is so real and like acknowledges what his life has become and he's just like so appreciative and thankful for like just everything and where he is so and he, like, during a comedy show, took the, a moment to, like, say thank you and, like, again, acknowledge that. He's, like, a real person. It's, I don't know. It was heartwarming. So. It was a good time. Well, my personal updates for the week. Do you have more? I mean, I have some, but oh. they're going to roll into the winds. So okay. I don't want to, like, take over. Good. <laughs> well, I am still working on this diet and I have some really good ideas. I think about dieting in in general, which I'll share once I kind of complete this cycle, the diet I'm working on right now is about 27 to 2,800 calories per day. It is 300 to 350 carbs per day while still trying to maintain protein in the, the number that I want. It's going well. I think I'm ready to put another hole in my belt. Although the first week I only went down a pound as I adjusted to the new diet. I'm, I'm eager to see what my way in Saturday looks like. I'm, I'm not really basing off trying to lose weight. I'm really just trying to see what this diet does to my body. Next up, my passion project, the thing that I've been working on and I've been pouring all over social media, the upcoming journey, and I finally broke down and put my trailer out. Check it out on all my social medias at Coach P underscore nose. It's something that I'm really excited about, and I'll give you the elevator pitch right now. Hit us, babe. So I am going to go on a journey of motivation, what it takes to build it, what it took to inspire people to do amazing things, whether it's me getting up at 3 a.m. to prepare to break state record, state record powerlifting records, or it's someone who gets up to run 100 miles in, in a week, or someone who just gets out of bed to make sure their family is fed, or someone who runs a business and works 20-hour workdays. 
I want to understand what it takes to motivate someone to do great things. I'm going to dig into people with conversation. I'm going to read books. I'm going to um, dig into the neuroscience and I'm going to find ways to find tools to share with the world. And the reason why I'm doing it is because there's been points in my life where I know I needed to pick me up. I know my father, when he was sick and ill, my everyone in my family, everyone goes through their rough times. So I want to find something that if for nothing else, I can have one message to go out on TikTok or Instagram that'll find a person where they need it the most and help them get through a day, a year, a month, a week, whatever. That's my goal there. There's a lot of components that I'm going to add to it that are all based around helping people meet their goals, um, but I'm still kind of taking it slow and, and making sure I do everything right. And so the- I will be kicking it off with a new podcast, an additional podcast. We'll keep this one going, of course. So starting January 2nd, there'll be a solo podcast with me. It's called Dragons and Demons Real Motivation. And that is where I'm going to share kind of the beginning of my why and continue to share my information as I break through it. I did start my doctorate. I don't like it. I don't like the way uh, academia has has built these research-based doc- doctoral programs. I want to go on my own path. I want to carve my own path. I want to build my own thing. And this is my way of doing it. There you have it. So please join along at Coach P underscore knows. Dragons and demons, real motivation. Lots more to come. Now, win of the week. Okay, so I have two. Yes. Well, don't get so excited. Two and oh, undefeated. Yeah. Thanks for hyping me up because I'm already like talking them down. I shouldn't do that. They're wins regardless of what they are. Um. Okay, so they're both mom related, but just that's the season right now. Um. The first one is that I took both of the boys to a dentist appointment at the same time, which was like such a win because I had not done that before. I've done separate appointments. And they were both being taken care of at the same time, right next to each other. Of course, Mason being the youngest and bit crazy was who I needed to stand with. But it was such a win to just like get it done for, you know, a short snippet of time instead of having to do multiple appointments. So we'll forever be doing that for the rest of eternity until they get too old. And then my second one is Mason has been home with me the past two days and I kept my head level, kept my meetings rolling and just like it wasn't as stressful as it usually has been when, you know, one of the kids are sick. So, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Congratulations. Two and oh. <laughs> Thank I'm you. proud. My wins of the week is really just kind of reflecting on the beginning of this trailer and, and this stuff that I've put together. So I have put out a bunch of videos already, short ones, sharing some experiences, some thoughts, some some vocabulary, if you will. Um, my win is just the reaction and the response I get from I've gotten from people so far, um, whether it's just a text like, hey, man, I really like what you're doing. Keep it up. Or someone seeks me out and says, hey, I really appreciate it. It's not really reflecting in, in the shares and likes as much as I was hoping. But at the end of the day, when people seek me out and have a face-to-face conversation about it, it means so much more. Um, so those are my wins. It, again, I feel like I've put out like 13 or 14 videos or something like that. And I feel like I've had 13 or four, 
15 people come out and say they've seen them all or they've seen one and they're excited about it. So I'm going to keep doing it. And again, if it's not something that you're into that week, then I'm going to do it anyway because I'm trying to hold myself accountable and and do something for someone else maybe. Um, So yeah, that's my win. Good job. Okay. What are we watching? I watched the Golden Bachelor finale. Was surprised by that. I thought he was going to pick somebody else than he did, but you know, here we are. And I also watched the Virgin River Christmas episodes that were released here. I thought it was like a whole second half of a season. It was two episodes. So I was a little like bummed about that, but that's my own fault, I guess, for not realizing what they were releasing, but it was good. I did also start watching last night, but I haven't finished it. Um, Let me see. It's a Christmas movie, but it's not like the corny, cheesy Christmas movie that you would think of. It's on one. No, it's not a Hallmark one. It's on Netflix and it's called Feast of the Seven Fishes. You know what Seven Fishes is? Yes, I know. And you actually, I think, would like this. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think you would actually like that. It's like a, a typical movie, but it just is around like the holiday season and Obviously, the Feast of the Seven Fishes are a part of it. So um, it seems good. I haven't finished it yet. But yeah, check that one out too, I guess. I'm going to cheat. No, you're not cheating. This, I'm okay. cheating. What are you watching or reading? What am I watching? I'm watching Paw Patrol because our oh. TVs are occupied with Paw Patrol 24-7 lately. Whether it's the real on-stage live action one or Mighty Pups. Or I, Cat Pack. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> I read a book. Well, I started to read a book, and I went through 50 pages in the first night I sat down and read it. I've only read one night. But it's a really good book. It's a really good read. Um, It's a book called Living with a Seal. Um, It's this guy, Jesse Itzler. He's a very wealthy businessman who was also a fairly successful marathon runner. He found this guy who was an incredible marathon, ultra marathon runner, and he said, if I fly you out. Will you live with me and train me for a month? I'll do everything you ask of me. And that's it. And the guy agreed and flew out and lived with them. And just the stories that they share, I'm only like three days of their, their work time together in so far. And it's amazing. And I wish I could hire someone to come in and work me out the way this happens, but I'm not going to do that because I can't afford it. And I don't want a stranger in my house. (laughs) But so far, it's a great book. Can't wait to keep reading it. I have a stack of books next to my bed that I'm really excited about, including my last birthday present. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So it'll be books, and I'm sure I'll find time to fit some movies in there as well. I have books in my nightstand I need to read, too. My problem is I, I, my, like, eyes immediately close the second my head hits the pillow anymore, so. That's kind of a good thing. Uh, yeah it is i just yeah yep okay question q the holiday edition mm-hmm. so last week we talked about some traditions about how the, about christmas specifically and and some ways we came up with our christmas routines when we were growing up and some things that we're planning on doing moving forward and some questions so we have some other ones um we posted earlier on our kevlar account 
asking for some fan feedback on some some giving opportunities that they've had. And we've had a couple of responses that have shared. So we're excited to share with everyone else. First off, what have we done during the giving season? Um, well, the one what year. What examples can we think of? The one year we were getting Dairy Queen. And I feel like we do that every year. We paid. <laughs> every month. And the if it wasn't for diets, every month. I would get Dairy Queen every I was going to say, we haven't gotten Dairy Queen in a very long time, know, actually. It's delicious. We were just talking about that this past weekend. Now we haven't gone in a while. Um, but yeah, we were. Dairy Queen. Okay, okay. We got Dairy Queen and we paid for the car behind us. So I know that's kind of like a standard. It's it's kind of a go-to for a lot of people, right? Usually with coffee or something like that, like a drive through line. And coffee is kind of easier because it's usually not going to be like a full car of worth of meals like you were to do at Chick-fil-A or something like that. So Dairy Queen, we kind of, it was the same approach, right? You know, an ice cream or two or what have you. Um, and it just, it's like the season of giving or, you know, the season of just spreading joy it can be the most simple things, but it can truly turn a person's day around and like put a smile on their face. Like it doesn't have to be all out, but I mean, great if you want to and can be all out. But I mean, just the simple things like doing that when we did that, I just like felt all, I mean, cheesy, but warm and fuzzy inside. Like I just like, I could imagine somebody being surprised and like just the smile that it was bringing to their face. And I just like hope it helped make their night, you know? Right. And one year we ordered these cards, and I forget what the story is behind them. Oh my God! Yes, wait, what? So we ordered them one year, and we didn't use them until the following year. Yeah, it's a. It was about like a little girl who had passed away, I think, from like cancer or something. And basically, her family just like. I I think they sell these cards, um, and it's kind of a fundraiser that goes into like a scholarship that's in her name or something like that, and they're kind of like a pay it forward card pretty much and you can do um it's like local too what was it i mean no i mean it's similar to that but it's like a pay it forward card and you could basically just i mean they i think i don't know if they gave a calendar with it of like recommendations of what you could do um each week or each day or something but it's it's random acts of kindness so it could be something as simple as putting this card because it kind of talks about the story of random acts of kindness and this little girl, you could, could, you know, attach it to a candy cane and drop a couple candy canes on, you know, a couple car windshields in a parking lot with the card, something as simple of that as that, or you could put it in a bag of some blankets that you're donating to like a shelter or something, right? Like there, I mean, it could just be anything. Um, but I really liked, I totally forgot about those. I loved like the purpose of that. What things have we seen? So what things have you seen like videos of, or you've seen friends or family do, or what things have we seen? I know one thing that we want to do this year with the kids. Do you want to kick that one off? Yeah. So it's this whole idea of like giving toys um, for Santa to fix and then give out to other kids of like, toys that you know you no longer play with or perhaps they're you know a little broken or something like that but you basically put them in garbage bags and you put them at the christmas tree like you know the night before christmas and the whole idea is that santa takes them 
I guess, should I have just claimed this as well? No. I'm saying the whole idea. Santa okay. Santa takes them to the North Pole. Santa takes them to the North Pole and fixes the toys and then um, redistributes them to other kids. So it's a way to kind of donate to um, other kids and repurpose toys and whatnot that way. So just another way of giving. Um, yeah, I really want to try. What else like do we want to do with the kids? I thought you had something else. Um, I mean, no, I do want to do whether it's, you know, we do like a Dairy Queen or something like that. Like we always like to do something. I mean, they're still so little, so it's not like they can fully grasp the whole picture, but we, we want to just show well, and, you one know. One nice thing is what Logan did at school today when it comes to giving, he was able to purchase some gifts for others. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. So walk us through that. Yeah. So they had this little shop at his school and basically, um, you could fill out a form and um, submit either like a check or um, just put cash in the envelope. And basically on the form, you could fill out people that he would shop for and you could do a budget for like each person. And it's, it's cute. I mean, they went all out and said like it could teach the kids budgeting and this and that, which like, yes, I mean, I guess it can, but to the simplistic level of like, oh, this will be good for my dad. Oh, that's over budget. Oh, okay. Like I'll find something else, you know, but I think the, the excitement Did of him being that? able to give and get gifts. I mean, he told me what he got you and it's fitting for you. Like it's perfect. I mean, he's, I think he was very excited. No, Aww. but I think it's very excited because like, or it's very exciting. I should say because PS5? to me, no, Aww. The, it's the season of giving, right? Like I, I love giving gifts. Like I love giving gifts. So it's just like, he is starting to get that excitement of, um, giving and seeing smiles on someone else's faces. Not that it's all about the gifts in general. Right. But it's so good to give and not just receive. So I like to see that he's excited about that. Did you ever do that growing up? Did your school ever have something like that? I feel like it, but I also I don't remember really remember. Did. Like, Oh, yeah. I used to buy all, all the things. I think it's like a standard thing, but I just, I don't know. I don't remember enough. I just remember like the. The only, the only the thing I can really remember. I mean, my dad got like 70 multi-tools from us kids. Oh, yeah. Everything with <laughs> yeah. a Phillips Wait, maybe head I screwdriver on it. We would buy and be like, my dad oh, likes yeah. tools. Here's our tool. And they would always break after a week. Um, but the, I don't know why I remember this and, and I might've bought it for Frank or my dad or somebody, or someone got it for me. Cause we ended up with a couple of them. It was like this little plastic car filled with like oil or water and like fake coins in it. Like it was like six inches long. And I just remember that being everywhere. So every time we moved a room or every time we rearranged our room or moved toys or cleaned up toys, it always ended up in one box. But that was one thing that I remember buying there. Oh my gosh. Anyway, moving on from the nostalgia of, of that, um, couple uh, suggestions we got from people through our online posting. Um, one person was talking about how they use this opportunity to donate clothes and they go through everything they can. There's a, um, shelter nearby them that they like to go to every year, drop off as many clothes as they can from their kids and from themselves and their spouse and drop it off and, and they feel pretty good about it. So it's kind of a routine thing that they've worked into every year. Christmas time is starting to clean out and get stuff ready and, and, and they like to sneak in some new things in there as well. So they'll go buy a couple of clothes and toss them in there and it's not like dropping off a Goodwill where it just gets resold. They, they take it to an actual shelter where it gets used for by less fortunate people. So, yeah. Next one we got was volunteering at an animal hospital um, mm. or an animal shelter where 
some of those animals are sitting there Christmas time with no family and no one around. So they just volunteer some time, petting, cuddling, hugging, walking, and just spending time with those animals. I mean, let's, all of this stuff is good to do any time of year, but I mean, it's, oh. Um, Another one that was actually kind of an online one that was shared with us. So it wasn't them exactly, but they kind of pointed the link out to us. Um, There was a guy in this neighborhood, and maybe you know the story. He had Halloween candy out, had his lights on, and no one came to his house. He lived in like an older community where there wasn't too many young families. And the nearby family, they went to his house. They got the candy. They talked to the guy, and he was awesome. And he was really upset that he couldn't share candy with all the kids because there weren't really any kids in the neighborhood. Um, so they posted this story online and said he would really like Christmas cards and they shared his address or a PO box oh my God. and they said they got hundreds of Christmas cards. So something like that would be incredible to do for someone else. And then the last one we got is they just say it's as simple as complimenting a stranger. They try and make a point to do it every day is make compliment one stranger and say something nice about them. Um, and just kind of keep that positive vibe going throughout the holiday season. I mean, and that's something that's really good to call out because, I mean, let's face it. Something again, so any simple t- and so easy and free yeah. that anyone can do. But any time of year, but especially during the holidays, I mean, it's chaotic. People are stressed and like real retail workers and restaurant workers are getting the brunt of people's stress. Like they're somewhat taking it out on them, I'm sure, at times, which is not uh what's the word i'm looking for like it's not excusable but like i mean there's just a lot of stuff going on so being like extra nice and complimenting and you know going that extra i don't know 30 seconds to just maybe turn somebody's attitude around could domino effect i mean think about it the same thing of like if you pay for the person behind you in line right and then that chain starts to go and people start to pay i mean if you compliment someone and it just turns their attitude like around they may then reciprocate that and it's just a domino effect and hopefully will make people a little bit more and, and cheery. even if it's forced that even if it it's not as authentic as possible if you're saying something nice to someone it'll take them to another step of positivity and maybe they do something nice for somebody and, and we have positive snowballs happening where the world isn't all full of hate and rage and politics. Well, and it'll now pull it's you, turning towards a, a more positive experience for everyone. It'll pull you out of, like you said, if it's not as, I mean, of course it's like genuine, but if you're not, if you're in a funk as well, but you're just like pushing through it to like be nice. I mean, it'll probably start to pull you out of that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, at, at the end of the day, if, if we could afford it, uh, I work at a high school with a lot of children and, and some children don't get a, a great Christmas and you hear the stories when you talk to some parents and, and they're going through it. It breaks your heart to hear that yeah. some families just aren't able to do things. And, and I just want to take that child and their whole family and dump all my money into them. But we can't afford to do these things and, and it's really unfortunate. So I don't know. Someday, maybe if this blows up and we're a little more prepared, we can turn this into a buy into our giveaway like we've seen in some other podcasts where we started GoFundMe for someone else. And and I just feel like we don't have enough time to do that now. It's getting kind of close to Christmas. Um, But just sharing these ideas is a, a positive way of putting this out there. And if nothing else, just be nice to someone else I, I, in such a busy world where people are in the hustle bustle of, of life and 
you forget to hold the door for someone else. And, and that little piece of human nature, it needs to come back. Well, and what's that saying of you never know? You never know. Who, I don't know the saying, but you never know who's having a really crappy day. Yeah, but like you, you never know, know whose about, day like, you just made or something like no, that. No, there's some saying of like you never know what's going on um like in their world or whatever behind closed doors. So it's just like so just be nice. Right. Like you could even be having a conversation with the the person that seems the happiest or the sweetest or the nicest that day or even often every and, week that you interact right, with them then at they work. Go, and, they go home and they can't afford to put Yeah. Tr- gifts under the tree for their children so yeah and even growing up I, I remember the sacrifices my family had to make in order to to make christmas amazing for us kids growing up so i mean it's yeah you, i always wish i could do more I know. someday we're gonna do more mm-hmm. and it starts right here we're gonna push this positivity i want everyone listening to compliment somebody be extra nice hold that door um, put yeah. your pocket change in the thing next to the register, do whatever it takes to make. And, and it's not like an ego thing. Don't do it to make yourself feel better. Do it no. for someone else. And, and if it's not directly for them, it's for the person that they're going to be nice to when they walk out of that store. Mm-hmm. But it truly does warm your heart to think that potentially it could spread. And a lot of people could turn happier than they have been. So Make the world a better place. And before we continue to ramble, let's move on to our last segment. Uh, We have two more segments. What are we loving? I'll go first. Okay. I had something and now it totally like went out of my brain. Even though I'm in this kind of tight diet and and I'm 30 days without cheating is kind of the biggest challenge here. And I have a major sweet tooth. I mean, I'm drooling here on this table just talking and thinking about Dairy Queen and the phenomenal snickerdoodle cookie dough blizzard that they have in as their monthly blizzard, right? Sorry. Um, <laughs> but what I'm able to do, and I found an artificial sweetener, a brown sugar artificial sweetener called Truvia. Actually, I found it for you. I got it from the store. You're welcome. It w- <laughs> I put that in with my oatmeal. I put some cinnamon in there and I dump some sugar-free maple syrup in there. And I mean, there is maybe one gram of sugar in that and it is heavenly. It is the best tasting thing that I eat right now. And I look forward to it every morning. I use a cup of oatmeal, so it's a lot of carbs, but man, it is delightful that I am loving. Good. I'm going to go. And I love you. I love you too. But I'm going to go same uh, food spectrum, different end. Okay. Sorry. But um, yesterday went to the store with the kids and you were working late because you were working some games. And I have been seeing online about this Motor City Pizza Company. Oh, I'm drooling. And I literally was walking down the frozen aisle to get, I don't know, we were getting something for Logan. And I happened to glance over and see it. And I thought to myself, screw it. I'm getting myself pizza for tonight because it was already kind of late. And I just was like, dinner was just not going to be a realistic thing. So I got one. And let me tell you, it was the best frozen pizza I've had. Mm. Maybe I'm dramatic. Maybe I'm not. I haven't had, you know, 
pizza in a while. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. But I it was very good. It's like uh, Detroit deep dish something. Oh, my God. Chicago. Amazing. No, it says Detroit on the box. Check it. Oh, Motor City, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, pretty good. So uh, if you find yourself in a frozen food aisle and you're needing to get a frozen pizza, maybe try the Motor City instead of the one that you typically get. It's it's uh, delicious. They are not a sponsor of this show. So this is real. No, th- this is totally real. So, well, the reason why I went to try it, I mean, and we're pizza loving people, but if I'm honest, frozen pizza is meh to me. Um, and someone that I follow on Instagram basically said that they're not even a pizza person in general, and they have been getting it quite often, and it's pretty darn good. So I was like, well, then if they like it. I'm probably definitely going to like it. And here we are. Here we are. Now we are on to our final segment. What are we wondering? <laughs> Silly questions about something we may not know about. Who's going first? You are. I have so many that I can't even like. Why? Remember. Why don't women okay. <laughs> wash their hair every day? Oh, my gosh. It's it, to Okay. I'll wait for your answer. Well, what were you going to say to you? It's gross. I mean, Do that's I like you out? as a man, I wash. I mean, you wash like the hot spots of your body. One of them being the top of your head where all the sweat is. I mean, some women wash their hair every day, but it's not really like healthy for your hair. I mean, listen, I'm not a hairdresser. I probably don't know all the ins and outs, so I might have to do some research for you and we'll reconvene. But basically, I mean, think about it. We pour a ton of money into our hair with like if you get color or highlights or anything. So it helps keep that a little bit longer, but it's also like healthier for like your hair and your scalp. I don't know. To leave it dirty? Well, it's not that it's like dirty. I mean, they make dry shampoo and stuff, or you can um, like basically blow dry your hair if after you sweat and stuff, but it's like good to not wash it. Plus, it's a heck of a lot to uh, wash your hair and dry it and style it like all the time. So, you know, I used to do every other day, but ever since COVID, you know, when you're not really going anywhere, I stretched it. And now I do it basically twice a week and it's pretty sweet. So I know that's not, uh, maybe all of the details and like the, uh, by the books information that you wanted and maybe it still doesn't make sense to you, but it's what it is. No, it makes a little bit of sense. I'm just do I gross you out? Is that is it gross? No, your and your hair smells amazing. When was the last Thank time you, you washed it? I'm due for a wash either tomorrow or Saturday, uh, so yeah. it's been. So that's what that smell is. It's been since. I'm kidding. Wait a minute. I love the way your hair smells. Hold all up. The time. This is from Saturday. Shit, I've gone far this uh, week. Your hair is super healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Though no, I think, yeah. Okay, if you say so. Wow. Good job for me. Okay. Gosh, what am I wondering? Everything and anything. It's all, it's football pretty much. Um, My question last week was like a a mind opener for me and other people. Okay. What's your question? So I'm trying to think of what else could be something that I don't even realize could be like a whole 
can of worms that's opening. Um, oh, you know what? Wait, hold on. We're going to pivot. I have a ton of football things, but pivot. I actually want to know this because you've said all this to me before, but I don't think I fully grasp how you figure this out. How good looking I am. Yes, but that's not my question. <laughs> okay, so we're going to pivot to lifting. Whenever I enjoy the lifting. I know you enjoy lifting. So whenever you talk to me about, um, I don't want to say like your max, but you know, you hit a certain number and you did so many reps, so that probably works out to be whatever max or you know, a higher number. How do you, how does that calculation work? Like, how do you figure that out? You just said it to me the other day, but I don't think I've ever like connected or followed it entirely. Oh, there's a max rep calculator. Okay. <clears throat> so this just helps with monitoring progress. So maxing out every single day is actually very detrimental to your your gains and your lifts. I mean, that makes So sense. if you max out every single day, one, you're kind of breaking down your muscles too far and you're putting too much undue pressure on your muscles and your joints. And if you're really lifting heavy, your CNS, your central nervous system. So it's really good to change up your sets and reps um, with the goal being like, and there's a lot of different programs out there that percentages of your max you should hit for sets and reps. And then you use this calculator. Um, there's different names for the calculator and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, but I use a one rep max calculator on my phone. Oh man, what's the name that's going to bug me. Um, so there's like a calculator that helps you figure that out, which I guess, I mean, clearly makes sense, but. So there's one by the NCSA. There's a name for one. Like some guy invented this coefficient that he. That's going to eat me up. Um, anyway. We'll follow up. It's all right. <clears throat> that's going to bug me. But so the other day I benched and I was due to do. I was kind of working up slow. So I was, I, I've reset into this lifting cycle. I don't want to go super heavy right away. I'm trying to aim for around 15 reps. So I started with a low number. I worked my way up. I hit 335 and I pumped it out and I did 15 reps. So you plug those numbers, 335 pounds, 15 reps into the max rep calculator and you get 335, 15 and it puts my max at 100% about 502, which clearly is not an easy translation. Like I'm not going to do 335 for 15 reps and then roll over and lay down and do 502 for one rep right away. I mean, a lot of this is based on strength endurance and muscle fatigue. And there's a lot of different factors that go into play. If I were to train consistently for probably four or five weeks, maybe I could hit that 502 for one rep. But again, my lifting style is different. So it wouldn't be an easy today on this, tomorrow on that. Um, but it is a really good place to kind of see where your bar is at. So if my ma calculated max rep right now is 502 and the next time I roll around the bench and I want to do reps in the range of 10 instead of 15. So then I'm looking at, according to this chart, I want to hit 376 or 380 for a set of 10, which keeps me right around that 502 as like the, the end game. 
Um, and you can kind of work those numbers and you can add weight and kind of see where you're at, but it's kind of a good testing point to see where you're currently at without having to max every single time. It's something that we use. We hang these charts all across the weight room in the high school so that kids can kind of track their progress and make sure that they're at least close to where they want to be or where they should be trending forward. Mm, Okay, cool. So that is why that is my max rep calculator. Again, there's coefficients that you can use that track that, but you can just plug it in in your phone on Google. That makes sense. Because when you're spewing these numbers at me, I feel like it's just like all in your head, which I mean, you've been lifting for so long, so maybe some of it is, but. I mean, yes, you could probably (laughs) do the math in your head, but why bother if you can just calculate it in the phone? Cool. Well, so now everyone has learned something new today and everyone has made a promise to themselves to do something good or nice. So that brings an end to our episode. Where can the people find us? At The Real Kevlar. And remember to give back this holiday season. It is very nice of you to do so. It's a great example to set your kids. It's a great thing to teach your kids to do. Again, some people struggle so hard through the holiday season and they ju- all they want to do is is put on a good experience for themselves, them ch- their children and their family. And, and some people can't give back like others. So if nothing else, pay someone a compliment, hold the door for someone else, send a smile to someone in an appropriate fashion and just keep the, the positivity around this holiday season. Yeah. You can find me at Coach P underscore knows where I'm going to be dropping knowledge on motivation and we're going to be learning on a journey together as we discover what it takes to be motivated, what tools and tips I can share about motivation. I'll continue to share diet tips and, and positivity as as I go through this this process. My new podcast drops January 2nd, Dragons and Demons, Real Motivation. Catch us again next week. The Real Kevlar. What else? Nope, that's it. All right. So to close out this wonderful episode, this loving, giving, beautiful episode, my wife is going to share her favorite holiday Christmas cookie recipe and go. Oh, you know, actually, I might have a couple of these. Are you going to share them? Mm, Maybe next week. Bye.